Welcome to the Arcturian Playground, a place to play in the realm of imagination, all done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. Now what you're about to hear is a performance, a creation, a fiction modeled after the fashion of channeling, which is a traditional artistic form of expression with an ancient history that anyone can do. An art form that connects conscious awareness to unconscious thought forms, like a stream of consciousness flowing through the rocky architecture of mind. It's a playful way of learning out loud, through speculation, through asking and inhabiting what-if kind of questions, like what if I made different assumptions about life and existence than I normally make? What if all things really are different expressions of the same thing, whatever that subatomic energy is that creates everything that is? What if we're not alone in the universe? What if intelligent life has been evolving forever, and we're it, each of us, links in an infinite chain of unbroken perfection that fills every open, empty space? And what if a weird clump of this evolving intelligent energy called itself the Arcturian Collective Thingy, and you and me and all of us really are energetically woven into the very fabric of this clump? And what if Omra of the High Council stepped in and told us stories about what this all means and why compassion and a desire for the mutual benefit of all things is where it's all at? Hello, my name is Dao, the man in the chair who is bringing you this performance. And the Dao that can be understood is not the real Dao, whatever that means. And it means quite a lot. Welcome to the Arcturian Playground. I am a lonely bear. Let's play together in my wonderland. Playground, a place to play in the realm of imagination, all done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. Yes, it sounds weird, we know, we would not have it any other way. And we are aware that you have been thinking uh, rather a great deal recently. You have been thinking about uh, past life regression. Your sister has been reading Destiny of Souls, which is a companion to Journey of Souls, which is a book that you are familiar with. We are the Arcturian Collective Thingy. We are speaking to the man in the chair. We are speaking to the vehicle through which we are being channeled. Uh, any who are listening to the Arcturian Playground podcast are hearing a man who is talking to himself in the persona of Arcturian energies that are billions of years old and have awareness of things far beyond what the current human limitations have. And all of these uh, wisdoms which are beyond the scope of humans to understand are being squished and squeezed into a uh, quite fallible vehicle channeled through mind and imagination, fueled by curiosity, 
and particular types of things that the man in the chair is curious about. We are the Octarian Collective thingy who channel uh, flow through him and speak to him. And we are saying that we are aware that the man in the chair has been thinking about the nature of uh, past lives. And he has been wondering what the Arcturian perspective would be. Or at least his experience of sensing our gentle whisperings has been an interpretation that he is wondering these things. And he has chosen to sit and open up his mouth into this stream of consciousness performance of channeling the Arcturian collective thingy to express what seems to be going on from a deeper perspective. For the man in the chair has been very interested in reincarnation, in the idea of past lives, the work of Ian Stevenson at the University of Virginia, who, with uh, Jim, have been interviewing hundreds of children, very young children, who have memories of previous lives, which are independently confirmed. Quite a mystery. Carl Sagan himself pointed to this body of, we shall say, evidence, suggesting that others take it seriously and continue to study and inquire. However, this falls into the realm of existence which cannot be perceived or measured by any known methods. Therefore, it is impossible to do anything but to venture into it through imagination, through the game, the playful game. That is the spirit of the Arcturian playground as a podcast to hypothesize and to explore, not to nail down firm truths and not to imagine that firm truths are being handed down from the Arcturian collective thingy. Although what we express through this channeling is the aggregate of our collective knowledge to the extent that the man in the chair is able to comprehend and express through severe limitations. It is therefore a wisp of what we could and do communicate to you outside of your conscious design with all of its what are limitations shape a certain type of experience where you see and hear and touch and taste and anything that's outside of the range of your ability to do so 
it is as if it is not happening. Your mind would spin if you were aware of all of the forms of life which are around you and experiencing a version of this moment alongside of you. And how different their experience is, be they a fellow human being or any other of the infinite number of living entities which are interconnected with you at all times. You are at your fundamental being, a being of oneness, a being you might say of energy. Again, it is outside of your ability to perceive let alone to imagine, to explain. Oneness is the closest that you can come to it. And therefore, at one level of existence, you are all the same. But of course, your experience of yourself and of others is of a great variety, great difference. Nevertheless, this portion of unity which we might call infinite intelligence or occasionally source energy source for it is the source of the energy that is the source energy it is the source of the information and one of the things which provides its information is you and your experiences as it, doing what you are doing as it, along with all of the other versions of it, it gains experience that way, and myriad other ways. And this energy is all that is. And you are that energy. You are all that is. There are different levels and partitions of awareness just as you recognize yourselves as separate individual human beings there are larger collectives that see themselves as part of a massive collective and yet there are still limits and there are mysteries beyond the limits and there is great exploration in the ever ongoing pursuit of self and self-acceptance for there are times we do not like what we find and what we find does not like us in return and we must find ways to coexist peacefully and there are many challenges to this at times and the incarnated states at different levels of existence provide information by which the discovery of self and the conflicts which arise might be resolved. Of course, this is being presented to you as if it is a linear cause and effect game and there are portions, of course, which are linear cause and effect. They are just as valid in reverse and from the side and from any angle and with any other permutation that you could consider but you cannot 
consider much beyond what your uh, filtered experience of life is. When a person remembers, whether under hypnosis or any other experience, when a person remembers a past life, it is, we shall say, a true memory. As true as the memory can be, just as in the case as uh, we are being channeled through the imagination of the man in the chair, the memory of a past life is being channeled through the mind and all of the stored experiences of life of the person who is receiving the vision, you might say. The look into its own self and recognizing characteristics of one's self in a quite distant character and feeling a sense of connection and feeling that quite strongly it is not that the memory of past lives is incorrect in any way however there are ways that the understanding is limited by the extrapolation of human perception, the limits of human perception upon uh, non-human perceivers. And again, we could speak of uh, linear time, and we could also speak of the idea of separateness. For you all share your past lives with each other. Any one of you could remember, either through hypnosis or some other means, the same life as another, even with different memories from that same life. And these would be valid connections to source, with information being communicated of a real existence that baffles you because you make assumptions that uh, a shared memory would have consistency for you do not truly appreciate the variety with which source energy infinite intelligence expresses itself infinite there is no finite number there is no finite organization of uh, intelligence. There is no ceiling. There is no floor. There is only the creation of new things and new experiences of the source energy. And you, as an expression of source energy, are connected to all of it. You are constantly feeding and being fed by these energy streams. However, only certain portions of it are allowed into your conscious awareness as a result of your biological design. You, we, wanted to play this game 
the energy which forms itself in such a way that it experiences as you do. These past lives are shared by all. And the experience is being concurrently shared across space and time where what you consider the past is influencing the future and what you consider the future is influencing the past. There are many world scriptures and traditions which describe such things as one great eternal round, all influencing all at all times. That experience of reality, however, is far beyond the limited experience of human mind. And the only way to even scratch the surface of that is through games of imagination like those played in the Arcturian playground. And we want to tell you a story. There are many forms of life which comprise the Arcturian collective thinking. We could tell you stories of creatures which evolved in conditions which you have never considered. But it would be most valuable for us to tell you a story in terms that you are familiar and yet also stretch to the degree that we can stretch the ability to perceive even beyond the ability to perceive through the growth of imaginative powers. So we will tell you that there was a planet which formed in a solar system. The energy from the central sun stirring things up through heat and motion and many forces, different uh, forms of radiation interacting with other things and the force of gravity and strong and weak nuclear forces all interacting together to churn uh, source energy into bits and pieces of things which would stick together and form a type of habit in nature of spinning around and around and around and sometimes the spinning was wobbly for the uh, homeostasis had not yet been reached and then homeostasis was reached with these basic elements coming together to form the core of uh, planets and for a time there was homeostasis and then there were conditions which threw that out of homeostasis and there was commotion again and through that commotion there was uh, the exchange of experience in a form that you might consider one asteroid smashing into another uh, exchanging microbes exchanging relics memories of a different form than memories that you are aware of and anthropomorphize as human memories. They are traces of where these things have been. And there is great commotion and then homeostasis for a time.
and during times of homeostasis on this one planet which we are speaking of they began to emerge uh, throughout uh, what was considered to be water on this planet the combination of certain formations of source energy in the form of atoms two hydrogen atoms for every one oxygen atom the difference is the number of electrons and protons the way that the energy is organized it is all part of the information of existence these habits and patterns of interaction and relating and out of this water many other shapes and forms of source energy in the form of molecules and other things from this an organization and a habit emerged to create what you would consider to be the first form of life as you know it a single celled organism which might be similar to a on this planet a prokaryotic cell which had many of the functions which you currently recognize as functions of life these cells were sentient to a limited degree they were quite small compared to what you would consider on your scale of existence and they were created within the substance of water and as they sensed their environment they found where there were nourishing elements and they found where there were damaging elements and weak elements that they could conquer and over time some of them with their sensing and with their experiencing developed the ability to remember to leave trails much like two asteroids smashing into each other recollections of where they had been and the experience that they had had this pattern also you can see in the strands of dna within the cell of every human body it is a memory of existence stretching all the way back to your own version of these single prokaryotic cells and some of these cells on this planet of which we are speaking found a strength in teaming up with each other against others in organizations that you might consider to be crime organized crime of various sorts we are of course speaking of microbes exhibiting similar behaviors where they would gain great skill great great benefit great strength by taking from those weaker than them there were also however among those who were weaker ones who recognized the great strength that could come through joining together the ones that were able to join together were the ones that could trust and were trustworthy and the pairings of the trusting and the trustworthy do not always balance out as uh, the trusting would want it to 
nevertheless, these forces began to influence the directions with which life evolved on this planet. And these individual prokaryotic cells which were formed within the water liquid continued to evolve and learned a way to create what you might consider the inverse of a submarine where it emerges from the water with a uh, its own fishbowl of sorts so it can remain within the water and this uh, fishbowl is made out of something which you might consider to be a skin or a membrane something that divides the outside hostile environment air too much oxygen not enough hydrogen with the correct balance and there you have uh, creatures that began to live on the land and began to evolve as if they were land uh, roaming only creatures we like to say that the creatures which evolved from the ocean never truly left the ocean they only brought it with them you humans experience this in the form of your own blood which surges through you you maintain the benefit of the water and the hydration it is estimated by some that the human body is 75 sometimes uh, as high as 85% water you did evolve from water and you brought it with you and nevertheless we return to our story of these other creatures which evolved on another planet for there was adaptation at all levels of existence and many land creatures emerged and divergent species arose and one day There are many days which we could highlight. We will say that when we will depart from our story for a moment and tell you of our experience when our consciousness arose and we began to interact as a harmonious planet. If you were to look through a, a yearbook of species on the planet which we grew out of primarily those of our leaders uh, they became leaders through their great diplomacy and their understanding of technological uh, the ways of using technology for the mutual benefit of all to quickly disarm by great generosity that is true genuine sincere and there are those who have evolved practicing this for 
great lengths of time where it becomes second nature to them. The human species on this planet is one example of these. And as in all cases, there are push and pull forces between those who would want to have altruistic values supporting all versus those who would exploit others. And there have been at times forms of life which have been more advanced than the human race. Some not as far advanced as the Arcturian collective thinking for their awareness does not include the humans as part of their own. They see them as separate and other. And they see them as uh, the larger prokaryote cells saw the more vulnerable ones. These are areas where we can pray. And we can manipulate and we can adapt this form of life infected, if you will, with our ways of being and our ways of thinking and we will infect it through cultural influences and religions and stories which will shape the minds as it did on this planet which we are speaking of these uh, cellular organisms which uh, advanced to a state quite uh, parallel to the current human state with your ability to understand as much of the world as you do while still having many of the blind spots that you have this species recognized at one point that it had been manipulated by the forces of nature and the forces forces of nature are myriad and there are macroscopic and microscopic and there are influences all over the place and they recognized this and they recognized power that they have to shape what is within their power and the direction that they can steer things by making these choices whether to include to, to grow through strength and trust and cooperation or to team up and dominate others and develop habits of mistrusting where there might be a short-term gain but a long-term lack of movement and a boredom which ultimately develops for in order for the we shall call this a service-to-self model, in order for the service-to-self model to thrive, there must be those weaker to prey on. And after a certain amount of time, they turn on each other those which were once united. You recreate this story 
in many of your traditional tales. It is a common feeling and an impulse and struggle which shapes your experience of life. And here we thought that we were telling you the story of a different alien race, but of course we are, for your own nature is quite alien to you. The beings that evolved from those original prokaryote cells is a multicellular entity which at one level of its existence has a unified understanding of itself that is not the conscious egoic experience you do have an unconscious central nervous system that has a personality all of its own it is aware of all of the experiences that you have ever experienced in your life and there are some some versions which are sensitive to more and beyond and have gained threads of sensitivity into the energetic web of interconnected infinite intelligence which you all are through their own curiosity and exploration there are beautiful things which are happening on the planet at this time many are embarking upon this journey of self-exploration. Some are aware that this is what is happening to them. Many are not, and it is disturbing to be motivated by things which one does not fully understand and being motivated towards things that frighten. For there is, at this, we shall say, an inner self this unconscious intelligence which is your full nervous system that is far superior to whatever egoic personality or intellect you most closely identify with as you. And you see there are layers of you. And any time there is an experience of a past life, you are unlocking other layers of your experience. And we will leave you with one final game to play. We will say it is a piece of equipment in the Arcturian playground, if you will. Perhaps it is a concession stand where you could go and have a snack from any point in time that you have ever experienced. 
in any lifetime, on any world, any delicacy you could put into your mouth and you could taste it. That is one game that is fun to play, but a game that has even more benefit for you in the moment. The next time that you are eating, pay very close attention to the taste and to your body's reaction to the taste, to your, uh, the way that you salivate in your mouth and on your tongue. And consider that the experience you are having in that moment is being shared with all of the other versions of you and is being compared against all of the similar types of delicacy that any past version of you has ever had. And you can feel the rising concentration of density of experiences as there are similarities and differences that overlap to create such a texture of flavor that what you are eating tastes slightly different than it has before and far more uh, a full robust taste as it is no longer just what you are eating right now but also imbued with the memory of all similar things which your soul your memory your energetic uh, infinite intelligent memory which is partitioned in such ways which also has many many layers usually layers of judgment layers of judgment which uh, that portion which is aware of its limits will say uh, uh, there is fear going beyond this point And until there is courage to venture beyond and to find the right uh, way to survive in the unknown, that is the game of evolution at every level of existence. And you are a willing participant and this is happening to you and through you and within you all of the time without your conscious awareness of any of it happening. Isn't it marvelous that through your curiosity you could consider such possibilities as you play in a playground of imagination all done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness for that is the game that we, the Arcturian Collective Thingy, have chosen to unite through compassionate principles with those versions of ourselves which are also keen on uniting. That we trust and will trust us and are very willing to demonstrate their trustworthiness and laugh and enjoy and express truly how they feel and think, never hiding out of fear, for there is trust that one can be one's true self, true expression, and be accepted and be valued 
there are forces which have quite successfully driven this far from the rat race, you might say, the measures of success typically understood and sought after. Isn't it marvelous that this is shifting and you can feel the shift as values are being re-evaluated? We vote for compassion. And the man in the chair plays this game, the Arcturian playground. Because long ago he thought, how am I spending my time? For however I am spending my time, I am wiring my brain in such a way. What type of person would I like to be? I would like to be more compassionate. I can feel that there are times when I am truly heart open. And I feel so much joy and those around me feel so much joy. What can I do to put more of that into the world? Perhaps I must reimagine my relationship to the world. From what perspective could I do this? I have enjoyed consuming the material of uh, channelers. I shall take a stab at channeling my own. And whether I make contact or not, thinks the man in the chair, for he has con been conditioned to be very skeptical and embarrassed of anything that might seem like a belief in the supernatural. We are laughing with you, not at you, man in the chair. The man in the chair recognized that at the very least, I will be molding and shaping my neural pathways to be able to see more opportunities for compassion. And it has worked, and it has helped him more than he is truly aware, for he has learned to be compassionate to his own failings. And those things which he has felt, shame and guilt, and still does. For he recognized, I must do something different. How to change your mind has been a popular sentiment in popular culture in recent years. And the man in the chair thought, well, why not give channeling a stab? And has been quite surprised at the effectiveness of it. And we shall wrap up our story today by saying but not with words what do you think that we said you are right thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian playground do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished Carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives.
nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way. Hello, this is Dow, the man in the chair, and thank you for listening all the way to the end today. Come say hello over at the new website, arcturianplayground.com, and send me some questions for Omra to address, because we'd both really love to collaborate with you. And here's a little song that Omra surprised me with by mentioning at the end of episode 73. It's a little tune that a friend and I created many years ago that seems to apply more today than it even did back then. Maybe my friend was channeling Arcturians when he wrote it too. Enjoy. They say there's heaven past the clouds Difficult to see Heaven through the clouds From so far beneath They say there's heaven past the clouds Look and you will see Heaven through the clouds There for you and me Won't somebody stop and lift me up Put me on their shoulders So that I can see Pull away the clouds Let the heavens down Do you think there's heaven past the clouds Though it's hard to see Heaven through the clouds Could it really be? Won't somebody stop and lift me up Put me on their shoulders So that I can see Pull away the clouds Let the sun shine down Truly there is heaven